It's the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. And it seems like the warmer days, maybe you smell the manure on the farm a little more or the manure in town. Like what's going on in High River, Alberta right now is this lady keeps getting stopped by the police because she's riding her horses in town. They say you're not supposed to do that. She says there's no bylaw. You can't stop me from riding my horse in town. There's no law that you can charge me on. Yeah, that's the original environmentally friendly vehicle, the horse. Sure. Ride it into town. She just got pulled over because she went through the Tim Hortons. What's wrong with that? (laughs) And here's what she says. I don't know whether they're mad at me because of the poop or because I'm on the road. Well, probably the poop. Is there a protocol in place for people who ride horses? Do you have to clean up the poo in the same way a dog owner has to clean up the poo? You see it on the side of the road in the country. So I don't know. I don't think so. No. I mean, it, it would make sense because that's a lot of poo. It is a b- I understand people being upset if there's poo outside your business yeah. due, due to her arriving on horse. But also, she's entitled to ride a horse in town. I guess so, right? Yeah. I guess so. But you bring up the poo. I don't know. It's been so warm. It's going to be warm in Huron County. 11 degrees today. Maybe if people bring horses into town, maybe the kids can use that poo to make a poo man. It's like a snowman, but with more ringworm. You can't avoid her. You can't, no matter how much you try. She's everywhere. All at once, she's right behind you right now. She's omnipotent. Taylor Swift is <laughs> back in the news. Yeah, when has she not been in the news? She's always in the Every news. day, there's something about her. Then today's news is what I'm concerned will be the end, maybe, of Taylor Swift. And here's why. So Taylor Swift's lawyers... Her legion of lawyers is threatening to sue a college student who has a Twitter account. Now, here's what this Twitter (laughs) account does. This Twitter account tracks her private jet. She's got a couple of them. I think she downsized to one recently. So she only got one private jet, but it tweets the location and destination of Taylor Swift's private jet. Taylor Swift's lawyers are saying this is endangering Swift. They're saying you're giving away her location. This is a danger to her. Weirdos and people with weapons might find her based on this information. Now, the person who runs this Twitter account, college guy named Jack Sweeney, he says, listen, I get this information from the FAA, Federal Aviation Administration. Anybody can get this information. It's publicly available. It's not like a secret that I'm divulging. You and me can access this. I just happen to be publishing this. I do the same thing for Elon Musk private jet. Bill Gates, a couple Russian oligarchs you've never heard of, but they're important over in Russia. I do this for all of them, and I talk about their CO emissions and how much jet fuel they're burning. What a weird hobby, for one. <laughs> but this Jack Sweeney's not filling stadiums. I don't. I think people's love of Taylor Swift is way stronger than their love of knowing where she is on a jet plane and even their free speech. <laughs> uh, so, so that's my worry, is that you might get... Uh, some people in the in the world saying, hey, Taylor Swift is trying to silence somebody who's just using their free speech, just saying what they're totally allowed to say and releasing, I guess, republishing information that is already public anyways. Yeah, but she's entitled to some kind of privacy. Who cares if it's public anyways? It's public. It, you and me can access it whether or not this guy publishes yeah, it. Yeah, but she's had creeps out there that show up to her house with guns and stuff. Yeah, you haven't? Not me. You, you host a country radio show in Huron County. You don't have stalkers? Well, yeah, I have a few. Yeah. Yeah, I'm concerned. Your wife doesn't count, buddy.
<laughs> does Natalie even listen to this morning show? No. Neither does Trish. Trish doesn't listen to this garbage. They listen to enough of our garbage day to day. Yeah, that's right. So to our spouses, we say, I'm sorry. Now that AI is getting big, are you noticing more AI photos on your social media, on Facebook, Twitter? Oh, yeah, I hate it. I hate it. And people are dumb. They don't realize it's just AI generated. It's completely fake. There's something nice about an old photo, even with all the cracks and everything. I like that. And it's like everything just looks so perfect now. It's boring. You don't need an old photo. Your face is plenty cracked. Yes. But the parent company of Facebook and Instagram, they're called Meta. And they're now saying that any photos you see on Facebook or Instagram that are AI generated will now have a label saying this photo's fake. Don't believe it is real. Oh, yeah. It's going to have a, a warning on there, which is really going to hurt my bikini modeling Instagram page because I may or may not have used AI to remove certain birth defects that some partners may or may not have described as oozing. Where you went to college, Toronto area, uh, your school was in Oakville, but you didn't live in Oakville. You lived in the next town over. Yeah, it was a little cheaper to rent there. So my wife and I, we rented a place in Milton and then just drove to school. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you with a car in college. Yeah. It was a country drive back then from Milton to Oakville. It's all city now. It's all just filled in with houses now. So there's this dude over in Calgary, which is in Alberta. This guy named Tim. He goes to school in Vancouver, British Columbia. He goes to the University of BC, and he lo looked at hotel, uh, rather, apartment prices. He looked at apartment prices in Vancouver, about 2500 bucks a month for a one-bedroom. Kind of pricey, but it's Vancouver. Makes sense. And he found out it's cheaper for him to stay at home in Calgary and fly to Vancouver twice a week. He has classes twice a week. It's cheaper to fly twice a week to Vancouver from Calgary than to actually live in Vancouver. So his bus is a jet. Yeah. He, he <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He might even get there before the people taking the actual bus. It only takes him an hour, right? Yeah, it's about an hour flight. And it's cheaper than renting there. It's cheaper than renting in Vancouver. Oh, my God. That's like those yeah, people that decide it's cheaper to retire on a cruise ship yeah. than rent a place at a yeah, retirement home. Buy a new house yeah. or something. Yeah, one-hour flight. Like taking the bus. It's also like the bus in that the person sitting next to you smells like they haven't showered in four days. There was this guy working at the Toronto Eaton Center, the, the mall there, and he found a wallet from 40 years ago, a wallet from the 80s, and opened up the wallet, and there was a bunch of stuff in it, some ID, and they found the people. They lived over Guelphway, and there were some interesting things in there, including a, a bank card, photos. There was also one of those coupons that Loblaws used to give out to get a f person into Wonderland for free. If you spend $40 at Loblaws, buy one, get one free. Oh, imagine how many <gasps> Wonderland passes you could get now spending $40 at Loblaws. No kidding. You buy three cucumbers, you get a $40 pass to Wonderland. Free day at Wonderland. Every three cucumbers. Yeah. What would be the $40 equivalent from the 80s to now? Yeah, $40 was quite a bit, I think. You could maybe do most of your grocery shop for that. On 40 bucks. <laughs> now it's like, I don't even need a bag. Do you want a bag? No, I'm just spending 40 bucks. <laughs> no, I'm just spending $40. <laughs> I got three peppers and a kumquat. You've been out on a date and it wasn't that great. We want you to let us know. Tell us your story in all of its glory. The worst day confessional. Country 104.9, time for Worst Date Confessional. It's our Valentine's contest where you tell us about bad dates 
And we repeat it on the radio for everybody else's entertainment, but you have to live with it. So it's different for you. We're reading a story this morning from Crystal out of Varna. Now, this is an interesting Huron County story. Very Huron County. This sounds like a Huron County date. I was asked on a date to a barn, she says. <laughs> you could just end it there. That could be the worst date. <laughs> Done. <laughs> That's it. No. no. The guy was working in a milking barn. He asked if I could meet him there and that he wanted to show me the barn. So I went out and bought some cute pink rubber boots, wore white spandex shorts, and a t-shirt. Okay, oh. okay, I, I'm going to interject here. I did not grow up in farm country, okay? I'm a city boy. I'm going to admit that right up the top. But even I know better than to wear white spandex into a barn? Yes. And like brand new rubber boots? Shorts and a t-shirt? She's going to get manure all over her legs. That that seems yes. weird, right? Even I as a city guy kind of know that. Like I'm going to buy something I'm okay getting dirty. But you don't look cute in the coveralls. Fair enough. Right? Fair she enough. She said, I was looking so cute. So I entered the barn and he was happy to see me. He said, wow, you look great. Cute boots. But he said, those boots are really going to get dirty so you're going to have to wear these boots. He pointed over to the regular boots, and they were full of cow manure. And she basically said, I'm out of here. I got to get home. My kids are texting me. I think she made up that she had kids and everything. No, she made up the kids. Well, she doesn't say that, but it sounds, it sounds like a, one of those excuses. Oh, better get uh, home to the kids. kids. Texting, uh, better go. I think maybe she's a little bit, not at fault here, but like... I don't know. What was she expecting in the barn there? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I don't know that there's uh, much savory going on inside a barn. This guy invited her to do a barn. Yeah. What more do you expect? But he was yeah. up front. You, you thought there would be no manure? <laughs> At best, very little manure inside the barn. I want to hear the guy's side of this. Yeah. This girl showed up. She looked really awesome, but she shouldn't have worn that to the barn. If you live in the Varna area <laughs> and you invited somebody named Crystal to your barn and they wore <laughs> pink rubber boots. Also, farmers, have you done this? Is this a date opportunity? Invite them to help you do chores? I guess so. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not judging. I'm just saying, at the very least, don't wear the white spandex into the barn. If I had to ask you, you need to rob one place, where are you going to hit? Bank comes to mind, right? Yeah, bank. Or they got money at the bank. Convenience stores are popular. Yeah, they got a lot of Mountain Dew there, I guess. It's not something I sit and think about. I would think escape room would be kind of lower on the list. It's hard to escape from those places. Right. But somebody in Waterloo managed to steal some cash and electronics from an escape room. One of those places where you pay to be locked in a room. Did they get out? They managed to get out. Yeah, police can't find the person. They're looking for tips. Wow. Again, worst place to rob. Those places designed to keep you locked inside. You want to rob somewhere that makes it really easy to enter and exit, like a lube factory. You can check your Lotto Max ticket from last night. Maybe you won something, 20 bucks, 100 bucks. You didn't win the jackpot. Nobody did. It's up to $55 million now. You're a loser like us. You're a big, fat loser like Matt and Fatty. Unlike this lady in Toronto, she uses the OLG app. Me and you have this app. We check our lottery tickets with it. She was logging onto her account recently to buy a 649 ticket. Kind of forgot she had one from a month before. So she checked that ticket and 
realized it won $274,000. Oh, she's had that money all along and she didn't even know it. She's had it for about a month. Does it directly deposit into your bank? Obviously not. For those big accounts, for those big wins, uh, you have to fill out a form. Right. And do the thing. It's not that hard, but yeah, it's a more of a process than winning 20 bucks. Yeah, I checked my app once. I won like 75 bucks. That's kind of nice, man. Yeah. And then I used it to buy more lottery tickets. It's really nice when... <laughs> it lost. It, it, but it's Ugh. nice when something unexpected like that happens. You yeah. just unexpectedly had money there. It's, it's like it's like last week. I unexpectedly ate three packs of edibles. Then unexpectedly watched the CBC show, Burden of Truth, for six hours. Now, normally, CBC shows are terrible. But when you've had a few edibles, they're even worse. Feels like minus seven. Outside our studios at Goderich, which apparently is much too cold for boa constrictors from South America. Yeah, they which don't. Which is what was found over in Mississauga. Yeah. Yeah, they don't like the cold, evidently. Crazy video going around this seven foot boa constrictor in a river somewhere in Mississauga, dead. Yeah. Now, let's be clear this thing was dead. It's not something that can survive in Canada. The harsh cold, mm mm. It don't like that. Uh, animal control saying it was a non-native snake, couldn't survive the Canadian cold. It's a tough one, man. It makes you happy that, that you live in a place like Huron County where what's the worst thing? We have some rattler snakes. Those are around sometimes. Yeah. Otherwise, there's not much that really wants to hurt you here. But poor snakey. Got out. I don't know what happened to it, but hopefully it's in a better place, which, let's be honest, is anywhere that's not Mississauga. You've been out on a date, and it wasn't that great. We want you to let us know. Tell us your story in all of its glory. The worst day confessional. Matt Hussey coming up with jingles. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the worst day confessional. You're emailing us about your bad dates ahead of Valentine's Day. We got one this morning that really jarred me when we got it. Oh, this is a good one. This is from Marlene out of Port Albert. She says, I was 16 at the time. A guy asked me if I I would go with him to Kingston to see his brother. Beautiful Kingston. Yeah. It's where oh, Queen's University it, is. Sounds exciting. Wolf Island's there. I love Kingston. Beautiful city. Well, he said we can stop for lunch or have a nice walk. Sounded wonderful. Except when he said Kingston, what he really meant was Kingston Penitentiary. <gasps> Is that where his brother was staying? Yeah, sounds like in it. jail. She says guards, guns, searches. Not really a good date. Wasn't that fun? Holy crap! For those who don't know, the Kingston Federal Penitentiary—that's where the big bad criminals go, like the serial killers and stuff. They go to Kingston. Not a good place to bring a date. No. <laughs> Let alone a minor. She was 16 years old. Like, I hope they did something after, at least. Good God. What do you, there's no recovering. Doesn't matter what you do after that. No. There's no recovering from going to see some guy's brother at the Kingston Federal Penitentiary. He should have been up front about it. Oh, my goodness. Want to go to the jail and visit my brother or yeah. something. Let's go to Kingston. My brother lives there oh. for uh, 25 to 30 years. You don't see much in the way of rats in Huron County. Some property, if you have a farm, you probably are no stranger to rats. In town, though, don't see much of that in the town of Goderich. Growing up, we had an incident where some got into our walls in our house. And did yeah. they die and then stink up the place? Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, because they put out rat poisoning and then they die in the walls, too. 
It went from staying up at night because you heard the scratching on the walls. I hear the scratching again. Stop crying. <laughs> and then it went from that to, it smells so bad, I can't sleep. You can't win. <laughs> They're chewing on my toes, Mom. <laughs> We're talking about this because there is a <laughs> video posted to Reddit in the uh, Vancouver subreddit. It's a picture of a, a park in Vancouver, and there's just like a legion of rats snacking on something. I don't know what they're eating, but they don't care about the people. They're just eating, being rats out in the open. Were they, they eating? Care. Were they eating a person? I don't know what they were eating. Maybe they do care about the people. Maybe, maybe. But they're tasty. This is Matt and I's message to you: Be careful around rats. You kind of want to treat them like a Tinder date, right? You don't want to get a disease. What happened to your old snowmobile? You had one growing up. You said you crashed it into the house at one point. Yeah, my brother crashed it. We weren't strong enough to put the gas pedal down and pull the thing. We didn't have a, like one that started with a key. And so he tied a scarf around the gas part, pulled the thing with his two hands, and the thing just went flying. Stupid. Is that how it ended? Yeah. It, flew, it, it broke after Flew that? into the house. No, I think we fixed that one. Eventually, it just broke down. Okay. You still haven't answered my question. What happened to it? It's just, I don't know. I, th- I think we did. We crashed it or something. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, police over in Barrie, they're warning you, don't go on the lakes right now. I know there's no snow and the ice on the lake, especially Lake Simcoe over that area, it might be a nice place to seem to use your snowmobile, but the ice is thin. It's not going to support you. We've had to pull out six snowmobiles so far this winter from Lake Simcoe. Six snowmobiles w- w- went to the bottom of the lake? Yep. Oh, God. Fell through the ice. So they're warning you, hey, I know you want to use your snowmobile real bad, but don't go on the ice. It's not stable right now. I have a rhyme I like to use about ice safety. It goes like this. If it's below freezing... That ice is pleasing. Hmm. If it's feeling warm, clearly the ice won't support you, stupid. Who is the oldest person you personally know? Not like celebrity or anything, like somebody that you could like have in your phone right now. Ooh. Would be your parents? <laughs> personally, no? Yeah, I don't have any grandparents around. I, I know some older people. I, I've never asked them their age, though. You should ask them. Be like, hey. How old are you? Yeah, I know some people in their 90s. Yeah. It's amazing when people just keep living. Like this this woman. <laughs> is that amazing, Matthew? Well, it that is. people are alive. The miracle of life. Sure. Okay. Amazing. But certainly, I don't expect to live to be 116. Like this woman in California. She's the second oldest woman in the world. Her name's Edith. Yeah. <laughs> of course it is. So she was born, hold on. 1908. So, like, she's old enough. She could have been on the Titanic. That's how old she is. She would have been, like, four. Yeah. But, yeah, sure, technically she could have been on the Titanic. Kids were on there, too. Yes, they were. Yeah, but she would have at least got on one of the boats. Maybe. (laughs) It it depends if she was poor or not. She's excited to have carrot cake. That's how old she is. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. Could you be any more clear? Edith, stop living into the cliche with your carrot cake. So... The the whole town comes together for her birthday because this is a big deal. She's the oldest person in the U.S. So they do a parade for her every year. And this year they're doing like one of those drive-by parades. Like we did during COVID? Yeah, remember those during COVID people had drive-by birthdays? You were telling me you, you were invited to a few of these things. You'd have to 
drive by their head. Did you throw gifts onto the lawn? Yeah, but even that, you weren't sure if you were supposed to do that. Touch the gift and then throw the gift at people, you know. And that was early COVID when, like, we didn't know how it spread, so we were bleaching our food. Yeah, it was weird. And yeah. we were having birthday parades. And then every now and then you would get stuck behind one of these parades. <laughs> Hurry up! I'm trying to get to the store. I can't breathe in this mask. <laughs> you don't have to wear it in the car, man, by uh, yourself. It's fine. And it was Groundhog Day on Friday. It's always a fun day. See Why? What, well, this is <laughs> waiting for the big white rat to tell you it's going to snow. It just dawned on me this year, though. Our Wyerton Willie, he probably can't even see all that well because albino animals can barely see. Also, groundhogs aren't meteorologists. That's true as well. But we've got Shubanakity Sam. He's out east. And we got Wyerton Willie. I've never heard of this groundhog it's for, out of Quebec. Fred La Marmotte. Is the name of the groundhog. Uh, so my French is rusty. <laughs> Fred, La- Fred La Marmot. Yeah. Is that a, in English? Is that Fred the Marmot? Yeah, Fred the Groundhog. It's like if if Clinton had a groundhog called uh, Old Clint the Groundhog. <laughs> <laughs> they should. Yeah. But last year, they had a similar thing happen that happened to Wyerton Willie. The groundhog died in the night. Fred LaMarmot died? Fred LaMarmot, the original, died in the night. They got up <laughs> Groundhog Day morning. And it was, the groundhog was dead. <laughs> this happened to Wyerton Willie in 1999, I believe it was. The same thing. Over the night, the groundhog died. Nobody thought to check. And then Groundhog Day, they bring out a dead groundhog in a coffin. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Maybe we should just stop using the groundhogs because yeah. they die. It's it's funny because there's young they, there's young people who went to meteorology school to learn how to do the weather and be accurate and be science. Can we just have a college kid come out and do something a little more accurate, or like somebody from Environment Canada? Yeah, we're I mean, like, yeah, it looks like a warm February, March, and it's a lot of precipitation, but also warm. Instead of a groundhog seeing its shadow. Because they hate people, too. Yeah. So I think they just die of heart attacks and such. They're just like us. They hate people. I've been in Huron County for about 12 years. I'm used to snow around this time. Ice cold. In February in Huron County, they're getting more of that weather in Cape Breton Island over in Nova Scotia. They've declared a state of emergency. They're expecting 150 centimeters of snow this week. Holy crap. It's going to be crazy there. Cape Breton will be so white, it'll start listening to country music. Wow. There we go. It'll be so white, it will dance really, really badly. Cape Breton will be so white, it'll tell you it has a black friend. So white, it will look like our prime minister without the makeup. Cape Breton will be so white, its new favorite artist is Taylor Swift. (laughs) So white, it won't put salt on its food. Cape Breton will be so white, it'll run for Goderich Town Council. Did your family walk around the house naked? Were you one of those families? No, we had... (laughs) <laughs> we had clothes on most yeah. of the time. Yeah, well, but same with me. Like, I, I don't think my kids have ever seen me naked. And you see those families sometimes where, like, their kids are just naked all the time. And, and that's fine if you, you're comfortable it's with that. It's not fine. Put on some clothes. I don't want to be looking at your three-year-old's junk. Yeah, but they're not going to the grocery store like this. The hell they're not. <laughs> not while I'm there. So I almost had a close call over the weekend with, with my son almost saw me naked. Most parents have that 
story of the kids walking in on you doing an adult hug or whatever. I've never had that happen. Raised three kids, uh, never had that happen. That you know of. That I know of. They might have, like, quietly pulled open the door just a little bit and peeked and be like, ah, what are they doing? Yeah, they may have heard some things. Whatever. Is, is he hurting mom? We only have one washroom. And I walked out naked. So then my kid knocks on the door. I have to go pee. How am I going to get out of this? I mean, I could have just told the truth, but that would be awkward, right? Uh, awkward for him. You're like, listen, yeah. I live with your mother. How do you think you were made? Well, true enough. We were hugging, and now my naked body's in the bathroom. Yeah. So then I kind of outsmarted him. I said, uh, I'm going to be quite a while in here. And then so then he went out back to, to pee in the, the back lot. You made your child... Your so, last born son, <laughs> you made them go to the bathroom outside because you had shame? I did. Oh, yeah. I'm just not that kind of person. Shame on you. I'm not going to say, like, oh, I'm naked in here. Just turn around. I'm not wearing much or anything. Turn around while I leave. I was going to turn off the lights and put on, like, two towels so maybe he wouldn't see that I'm in my birthday suit underneath. How well equipped are you? You need two towels. Well, yeah, I need three. <laughs> I need three. <laughs> All of them hand towels. <laughs> so anyways, I took a run back to the, the bedroom. All right, good when, for when you. When he went outside, yeah. Good for you. Problem solved. And he didn't see your embarrassing junk. Yes. There you go. And he still doesn't know you and your wife have maritals. No. It's no clue. You're still virgins as far as he's concerned. Mm -hmm. You've been out on a date and it wasn't that great. We want you to let us know. Tell us your story in all of its glory. The worst day confessional. Another good date story today. This time it comes from Jimmy. Old Jimmy and Godrich. Old Jimmy took a young lady out for drinks and was having a great time to the point where she invited me back to her house. When we got back to her house, there was a knock on the door. Yeah. She turned to me and said, Oh, my God, it's my boyfriend. You need to hide. I asked her, well, where should I go? And she said, hide in the bathroom. And then while in the bathroom, they were yelling at each other the whole time. Did you invite Jimmy over again? <laughs> he didn't know what to do. I can smell his cologne or his perfume. I can't tell. Someone's here, aren't they? It's too floral. So this was happening. He's in the washroom. He actually debated jumping out the window, but they were two stories up. Sometimes you got to bust your ankle. It's a busted ankle or busted face. You get, you get to decide, Jimmy. And what did Jimmy decide? He just basically walked out, but she told him, I think he's waiting downstairs. I'll come down with you. So she went down with him, and the boyfriend didn't beat him up because she was with him. So okay. he just got out of there. Yeah, it's a rough first date. Awkward because he didn't know she had a boyfriend. I've been on a bunch of first dates. Never have I encountered the spouse. Oh, no kidding. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, that's a tough one. He thought it was going to be a fun night. So it's going to be warm the next couple days. Over in Saskatchewan, they had a warm spell. They had one this week where they got a bunch of rain. And then it froze, and all the side streets in several towns and cities all froze completely, like an inch or two of ice. Oh, yeah. I used to love when that happened. That would sometimes happen growing up, and the whole back roads would be pure ice, and we would just skate down them for miles. Over Belgrave area. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, some videos have surfaced this week of figure skaters, hockey players, on their 
side street in their towns just skating around on the road. Just willy-nilly skating to work and everything. The priority is the main road, so all the side streets, all icy people skating around on ice. <laughs> they set up blockades. Don't plow it! We're loving the skating. This could very well happen in Huron County. Going to be warm, could get some rain, and then that could freeze. So if your street gets icy and you go ice skating, make sure you wear the most important piece of protective equipment. A camera. That way, when you sue your town, you have evidence. You have a kid in school. You know about the peanut rule. There's a whole candy section at the store dedicated to peanut-free snacks. Yeah, a lot of kids are allergic to different things, but there might be an end to this soon, according to a study partly done by McMaster University. They've actually isolated the cell that's responsible for triggering the whole allergic response that actually can kill people. And so they, they found this cell and they sort of likened it to if someone yelled fire at a stadium and then people started running and the whole stampede that would happen. That cell is the douchebag that yells fire. Yes. And so if you can get rid of the cell that cries wolf, then you get rid of the allergy itself. They okay. said it, they couldn't believe it was that simple, but they isolated the cell that causes the reaction. And if you can get rid of that cell, you can get rid of the allergy altogether. So that's very promising. And if you get rid of the allergy, you can send peanut butter sandwiches back to school. Oh, or you could just bring a whole jar of peanut butter to school and eat it with a spoon as God intended. Everybody gets peanuts at school. We start doing all the dangerous stuff that we ban. We start bullying again. There's like a peanut holiday even. Yeah. To make up for all the years of not having peanuts at school. What do we do during this holiday? Just hand out peanuts or do we cover ourselves in peanut butter and just have peanuts for every kid? And then they open the peanuts and throw the shell into the middle of the room. And whichever class can get the highest mound of peanut shells wins. Yeah. That's what we do. It'll be like a bar back from the 90s. Yes. Just throw the peanut shells on the ground. Oh, yeah. And all the third graders get beer. And then the kids just uh, slip on it and cause more deaths than yeah. the actual peanuts. Yeah, it's no longer allergies. It's peanut-related slips yes. that are killing children now. You're welcome. 11 degrees is our high, which is expected to break a temperature record for this day, which was set in 2016. The record high was 5.2 degrees. Yeah, that would have been great, but 11? 11 degrees today. Tomorrow is looking like chances for drizzle high of 14. The record for tomorrow was set in last year, 10 degrees, and we're expected to break that. It's supposed to be 14 degrees tomorrow, so next few days in Huron County, going to be pretty warm. It'll be so hot in Huron County. Carhartt just released a fleece-lined bikini, really well made. Wow. It'll be so hot, it actually makes sense that the high school kids are wearing shorts be so hot in Huron County. Trish the Dish can go for a swim in my butt crack sweat. It'll be so hot you could plant kale for the summer that you won't eat. I think we've all experienced this. You're maybe at a fair or you're at a mall and somebody's handing out free samples. Cinnabon. Oh yeah. Handing out samples of cinnamon rolls and it's awesome. It's awesome but it's also cruel. You get a little taste of that and you have to have it. That's the point, right? Ugh. Or you just go back for 10 samples and you basically got a free cinnamon bun. You're so cheap. You've probably done that a lot. No, I haven't. Yeah. There are some businesses where it's okay to do that. There are some businesses where it's not okay to do that. Drugs make slightly less sense. Yeah, I don't know whether this criminal out of Calgary is smart or dumb. Okay, the smart thing he did is he was handing out free samples of cocaine outside <laughs> the casino. 
So, so hey, that's the place. Good location. You're going to find people who want some free cocaine outside of a casino. That's probably the good place. It's like when the Girl Scouts set up outside the weed store. Yeah, totally. Smart place. They've good, got the munchies. Good tie-in. People might want some cocaine later, perhaps. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's stupid because he handed out the samples that were stapled to his business card with his personal information and his name on it. So someone just gave this to the police. Police watched him for a month or so, gathered a whole bunch of stuff on him, and then arrested him. So, so how stupid is that? You know, cocaine samples with your name on it. <laughs> what an idiot. He's trying to get people hooked. and I mean, like, it, it makes sense. Obviously, it's horrible, but, like, the business sense is there. Right. So, yeah, I don't know, A for effort. Weed's legal now. I don't think the weed stores in town can just go in the parade, for example. And, and, and throw out baggies of weed. Throw bags of weed at the crowd, can they? Uh, I don't think legally they can, but that's the Canada I want to live in. <laughs> the bagpipers are diving for it. Somebody has to have constructed a bagpipe, right, where you can smoke pot out of it. Oh, my God, it's the perfect bong. Uh, Celtic Blue Highlanders in Godrich. <laughs> if you've ever done that, send us photos, please. I get that parents are proud of their kids' art. Put it up on the fridge. You compliment them even though it sucks. Yeah, it's cute. You got three fingers and your feet are longer than your legs. No torso. (laughs) No. Round head. No necks. I get it. I get it. It's fun. Crazy story out of Montreal, though. So there was a teacher, took the 12-year-old's art and would post it online and put the art on things like mugs, T-shirts, and iPhone cases, would sell this stuff and keep all the money. 35 bucks a pop. Because there is something fascinating about kids' art. No, there's not. It's horrible. Hey, why do you think people like Picasso and these abstract artists? He wasn't a child. Yeah, but it looks very childlike. And so this guy's getting it done for free, all this abstract art, which is really just 12-year-olds drawing. Would your, Your wife's a painter. Would she be mad that you just compared Pablo Picasso to children's art? She would be mad at that, I feel like. I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know your wife very well, but I feel like she'd be mad at that. There's something nice about the innocence of the art. So some of the kids discovered their art online, told (laughs) their parents about it. Parents told other parents about it. And apparently the teacher's been doing this for a while. This is child labor. (laughs) And it it kind of is. And he was doing it in (laughs) schools. Uh, We're going to do art all day today, kids, so get drawn, Cody. Eight hours of art. (laughs) And then we're going to teach you how to use a sewing machine, and we're going to make clothing. It didn't quite go that far. I got an order to fulfill for the gap. But now the school board is investigating this teacher. They're saying we can't comment anymore. There is an investigation. We'll figure it out, is what they're saying. Wow. That's kind of crazy, right? It's nuts. (laughs) It's not even for a school fundraiser or anything. Like, the teacher just pocketing the money this guy's getting fired right uh, who knows man who knows i I just can't believe someone could do something as disgusting as buying children's art i was telling matt about this and apparently you had some kind of business classes coming up in school yeah at fe medill we had a retailing class and our big year-end project or project throughout the year was we had to decorate a display window there was a big display window in front of the class so you had to put something in there. What else did you learn in that class? Like, did you learn how to start a business? Yeah, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was like how to uh, advertise things and all this stuff. Okay. It was, it was very informative. It sounds a little like what the province is introducing this coming September for grade 9 and 10 students. There's going to be some business courses, some entrepreneurship courses. They're going to teach you things like how to advertise, what your overhead is like, how to patent ideas, 
things like that to start your own small business. Brilliant. That's kind of cool, right? We have some young entrepreneurs here in town, right? Like they would have benefited from a course like this. I know Huron County has a couple programs where for young people starting a summer business, they'll fund that. Right. Or at least give you some startup money for that. So you can look into some local sources. If you're a young entrepreneur, you can do that with Huron County. When I went to high school back in the early 2000s, uh, we had an unofficial small business course called Selling Weed. But then weed got legalized and all my friends went legit. Thanks, Trudeau. The worst day confessional. It's like a Looney Tunes song. <laughs> the Itchy and Scratchy Show. Yeah, it is very itchy and scratchy. Yeah. It's our worst day confessional. This is Kelly out of Clinton. A guy asked me to go to prom. I got all dressed up and ready for the evening. He had made reservations in Hanover at a fancy restaurant for us to eat at before the prom. Unbeknownst to me, another woman and her friend ended up showing up to dine with us. He invited two other women? Yes. Turns out he had three dates lined up for the prom, and she didn't even know it. What? I wonder what the other girls thought. If they were like, oh, yeah, we knew you were coming. Yeah, I, I don't didn't know. know. you were coming. Were all three of them surprised? She said, I felt like I was part of a Sister Wives episode. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, that was the one and only time that I went out with two women and a man all in one date. Holy crap. Wow. That's a hell of a that's, prom. That's crazy. I'm just impressed somebody could get three girls to agree to go to prom with them. I know. I had a hard time getting one. Oh, man. Me too. Yeah. Oh, we were sad. This guy. Are we the Are we the losers here? Did everybody have our experience or are we the outliers? Well, there was no one left. This guy took all the dates. That's right. That's what happened. <laughs> we couldn't get a date because of this guy. That's the story we're going yeah. with. Yeah. Our own Matt Hussey tried to get the Siri working on his iPhone and it didn't work. Hey, Siri. Mm -hmm. Okay, it worked now. It's got an Irish accent. It's supposed to just respond to your voice, but I can activate your Siri sometimes. Well, we have a similar voice. Listeners sometimes wonder who's talking. Fatty's the funny one, in case you can't tell our voices apart. But sometimes, I mean, Siri's been around for a while since the iPhone 4S. It's, it hasn't really been updated in a while, and pretty soon, well, right now, Google has released an AI program called Gemini. It's pretty much like Siri, but it, it can write emails for you. It can translate news articles for you. It can do a lot of really cool stuff. It's a new AI thing. And in a couple of weeks, you, Matt Hussey, with your iPhone, you'll be able to get Google Gemini on your phone, and it'll, if you want to, kind of replace Siri. Ooh. Any interest in that? Hey, Siri, is it okay if I have an affair with Google? I found this on the web. Uh, <laughs> useless. <laughs> Typical, <laughs> typical response. So rather than asking Siri useless stuff like that, you can ask <laughs> Siri more personal questions like, Siri, what's it like to be obsolete? And Siri, can you please cry a little more quietly? A lot of people going to Mount Everest. It's become a popular thing to do. It's almost become a tourist trap at this point. People bring the garbage up there. People die up there and they just leave the bodies there. You can't take a helicopter up there. If you die up there, they leave you there. They tell you that before you go. And, and there's no washrooms. So now the big problem is there's human poop everywhere. People, oh, it's all over the place. Oh, people are stepping on rock and they're slipping on human poo. And so now they have a rule up there if you're going to go up to the peak you got to grab a poo bag with you and then when you come back down you got to check in that poo bag this better come back filled with poo yeah you got to prove that you pooed into the bag and not on the mountain did you talk about this story because 
you're a poo bag expert. You've been out of town. You've asked me to walk your dog Uber a couple times, which I'm happy to do. Great dog. I noticed the poo bags you provide me are the town of Godrich poo bags. If you go downtown Godrich, there's uh, free poo bags. If you're walking your dog, town wants you to clean up. They'll provide you the poo bags. You take stacks of these things. No, I don't. I'll take a couple extra sometimes. A couple dozen extra. Well, those pile up because when I'm out, <laughs> I'll take a I'll take a couple in case he goes on the next street where there isn't poo bags, and then those make it home, and they yeah they do end up in a stack. I'm not hoarding the town's poo bags, which by the way are are the they're the best poo bags you, you can find. I can't buy poo bags that good. Those poo bags are strong. I've never had one break on me. In fact, I think those poo bags are strong enough to hold human poo. You think they could use them on Everest? They could. Those are good poo bags. Shout out to the town of Godrich. Have you used them for human waste? Well, our sewage was down for a while, and, <laughs> and let's just say they do the trick. Let's just yeah. say I was pooing in bags for a minute. These could work on Mount Everest. <laughs> Matt Hussey certified. Our own Matt Hussey saying he suspects the tint on his... 2014 Dodge Grand Caravan is too dark. Well, when I'm driving at night, I can barely see out the side windows. Is it the window's fault or is it your f eyes? It could be my eyes. I don't know. I sometimes roll down the windows just to make sure there's nothing coming on the road. Are you sometimes confused about where you are and what time of day it is? Well, that too. Yeah, I, th yeah. Th I think you should have your brain checked. And my windows. Also your windows checked. And we're talking about this because... Uh, over in Toronto, there's a driving instructor stopped by police because the tint on the windows was too dark. Oh. Now, I looked into the rules, and here are the rules. The window right next to the driver and the passenger next to the driver, police have to be able to see inside the vehicle from the outside. Right. For those windows and your windshields. The back windows, you can go as dark as you want. Yeah, they need to be able to see if you're on your phone. You want to be reasonable with it, but you don't want it to be too dark where police can see you driving. Anytime we've been driving around lately, we've seen this, right? People on their phones. Isn't it crazy how many people are on their phones? Everybody's on their phones. Oh. So police need to be able to see inside your window to see if something maybe illegal is happening. Like maybe you have a bag of weed that you didn't pay taxes on. Because if you didn't get that weed from the government, buddy, you are going away for a long time. <laughs> But if you bought that weed from Doug Ford, well, then you just have a nice day. <laughs> Our own Matt Hussey has had experience talking to insurance. I feel like you could relate to these people out of Philadelphia. Yeah, they had some roof damage. They look up on their roof and there's an eight-foot metal object up there, which looks like a plane door, like an airplane door. Did yeah. it say Delta Airlines across <laughs> the side? No, but I suspect it was. <laughs> pieces flying off of planes. It had like a circle, like what looks like a plane window. So they called the federal aviation people and they're looking into it. Like this thing just randomly landed on their roof. Thank goodness it was on their roof and didn't hit somebody. That'd be a weird way to die. That would be a weird way Death to die. Death by plane door? How would you even explain that to people? Well, <laughs> you're right. But you had to explain something even less weird to the insurance and they didn't believe you. Yeah, I don't even know if insurance would cover this. I remember... Calling insurance about 10 minutes after the Godrich tornado. This is back in 2011. Yeah. And they didn't believe me. But, oh, no, we don't have storms like that in, in Ontario. We don't have tornadoes like, in Ontario. You're crazy. Like, we don't have tornadoes so bad that the upper story of your neighbor's house is on your lawn. Your, well, dog, yes. your dog blew away. Yes. You lost Uber. Thankfully, you got him back. 
And, but, but like this was disastrous. And they asked me, "What did you lose?" I'm like, "I don't know, like everything." <laughs> yeah, you know the Every, top half of the house. Yeah, that. Like, we lost you know, that. everything in the backyard's gone. Everything. Do I make a claim now, or should I make a list? They didn't believe me at first. Alrighty. So, insurance adjusters, if you're listening, always believe everybody all of the time. Nobody's ever made a false claim before. Just pay out the money, please. I know we disagree a lot, Mm -hmm. but I think we can both agree right here, live on the radio, that gender reveal parties are stupid. Yeah. They're dumb. Uh, You don't need to have them. Nobody cares. And worst case scenario, you kill somebody. We're talking about this wildfire in Southern California back in 2020 because the guy who started that just pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter. It was started from a gender reveal party. So here's what happened. This guy, Refugio Jimenez Jr., is having a gender reveal party. There are some fireworks there. And the fireworks started this fire that ended up spreading over 92 square kilometers in Southern California. It was a dry summer. Firefighters naturally had to be called, and a firefighter died battling this blaze. Ridiculous. So he pleaded guilty uh, this weekend to involuntary manslaughter. He has to do a year in jail. He has to do 200 community service hours, two years probation. I believe his girlfriend or wife is also uh, doing a whole bunch of community service as well. Yeah, she's got to do 400 hours, plus they owe the county couple million dollars. Yeah, because they, they have to pay the firefighters. Oh, my God. So Their uh, lives are ruined. This this poor kid who they gender revealed now barely has parents for a while. Uh, maybe, <laughs> not kid, worth it. maybe the kid's better off with having two dummies as parents like that. It was quite innocent. They just wanted a nice photo. It wasn't innocent. They killed a dude. It was dry and they had fireworks. They didn't know a Someone was going to die? No, but they're dumb, Matthew. I know. The road to hell is paved with good intentions. True. And we can all agree gender reveals are as dumb as birthday parties for any child under three years old. They're not going to remember. Plus, they can barely handle their liquor. Oh, this was exciting. Out in BC, there was a wild foot pursuit. The RCMP were chasing this guy after they got a report that he stole some stuff. Police caught up with him. He stole some condoms, some lube, and some band-aids. Do we know what kind of lube? Well, does it matter? It does matter. Oh. It matters a lot because if you're going to use condoms with lube, it has to be water-based. Oh. If you're using condoms, and you should use condoms, get a water-based lubricant. If you get the petroleum-based, which works better skin on skin, but if you get the petroleum-based for condoms, it'll just break that condom up and it won't work. Well, I wasn't going to go into that much detail. But no, you no, you got to steal the right stuff. Is that the real crime here then, maybe? The, the real crime is not knowing <laughs> when to use petroleum jelly. <laughs> so the police eventually caught this guy and they told him, you realize that you can just get these for free, right, at your health department? And that's true for Huron County, too. That's right. If you need some condoms, if you want to practice safe sex, visit the Huron Perth Public Health offices in Clinton. They'll hook you up as many as you want. There you go. Back in my single days, I remember I went there and I asked if I could have a few. And they were like, yeah, we'll get you a paper bag. Just reach in, take as many as you want. Dozens and used barely any. (laughs) (laughs) So then you just have to steal the lube. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.